And welcome back to another episode of the Four Score Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Srembly, and joined alongside me are my co-hosts, Mr. Jacob Bishman. What's up? Mr. David Vargas. Yo. And Mr. Max Musich. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> and Mr. Max Musich. Oh, you didn't get the memo. Max, mu- what memo? Homie is not showing up. Wait, Max isn't coming? No. Nah. Max isn't coming? Nah. Wait. Oh. Hey, I have to redo to it. I, Wait, you guys need to co-host? I what? think we can do it. Wait. Yeah, I mean, do you hear that? I want to do it. Uh-huh. I asked first. Hey, I'll I'll All I'll right, hey, hey, both of you, both of you. Zip it. Who are you? Who? What are you doing here? Oh, uh, hi. Uh, my name's Aiden. Okay. And I'm Brett Soa. Interesting, interesting. That name Aiden sounds pretty familiar. It does sound really familiar. Um, you know, I got to ask you two, what, what qualifies you to be our co-hosts? Uh, I did this before, actually, on the dinosaur episode. Oh, the one I wasn't there. Oh, oh Aiden yeah. Thomas. That's crazy. That, yeah, that I'm guy. for that one. Okay. I'm trying to take my okay. spot. And then uh, how about you, uh, Brett Guy? Yeah, uh, my name is Brett Soa, and I have zero qualification. To be Interest- here. Um, interesting. Um, fellas, uh, you two, what do you have to say? What do you should we should we hire them or? Oh, I think they're more than qualified. I mean, I don't like that Aiden guy for trying to take my spot, but the Brett guy seemed pretty. Yeah. He seemed pretty cool. I was invited to do that actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? We're gonna roll with it. You two are hired. Welcome to five score, I guess, for the time being until we hear from co-host Max Musich. Um, so these are our two friends, Aiden Thomas and Brett Sella. Obviously, if you've been listening to us, Aiden has already joined us for one of the episodes. And Brett is also one of our great friends who's been really excited to do it with us. And we've been excited to have him on the show. So now we've got him here. So I want to ask you two again. Uh, we ask everyone who's on their show. We always ask, what is your favorite part of the Four Score podcast? Uh, I just love how like natural it is. I love that like everyone who does this actually like friends with each other and they're all just having like good conversations. Good, good. How about you, Brett? I love this conspiracies that are discussed. I think they're really interesting to hear about and hear your guys' perspectives on all of them. Awesome, awesome. So welcome to the show, fellas. And um, because you two are here, we have an interesting topic for you guys to talk about. So can we get a drum roll, please? We are going to be talking about Alcatraz. More specifically, the escape from Alcatraz that has gone unknown. The disappearance of three fellas from Alcatraz Island. Um, A lot of conspiracy behind it. I mean, there's been video games made about it, documentaries made about it. So we're here to talk about it. Um, Hold on, let's not forget the Clint Eastwood movie. We can't forget that. I forgot about it. Oh, no. I, I have not seen Isn't that movie from like the 70s or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I oh, my goodness. It's a great it movie. Highly re- Escape from Alcatraz. Oh. <laughs> Could have guessed that one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I can't say that. I've highly recommended. It. There's been right. other movies made about it, too. Interesting. Do you, uh, would you happen to know one? Uh, I have heard of the movie called Uncle Sam's Devil Island, which is about the history and legacy of the. Alcatraz prison and where it is located. Interesting, interesting. So you would say it was more or less of a 
not necessarily like about the mystery behind it, but it's just kind of like a the history behind it. Yeah, it's more like a documentary of like what it was, how it was built, and what it was about. Interesting. Um, so that's what we're gonna start with today. Actually, I have a little bit of background, and if you guys kind of want to touch up on it, you can. So it's located on the coast of California, San Francisco Bay. Uh, it was a small island that was developed um, with facilities for a lighthouse, a military fortification, a prison, and a penitentiary, which is a federal prison. See, I don't get why they would add those three things in hey, one. Hey, man, you know, you just like to keep it all in one place. A lighthouse? A, why not, bro? A lighthouse, though? The lighthouse is cool. It's iconic. It's a San Francisco Bay. Yeah. So boats can sail in. Exactly. Yeah, but like, why you gotta have a jail and a military? Why are you gonna have a military in prison? Never mind. It was it was around since the Civil War. That's what the whole really? like military. Yeah, uh, they, it actually was established in like 1859. Interesting. Mm, right around the Civil War times. Um, so it said it was under operation until, um, or it says the latter operated from August 11th, 1934, until March 21st, 1963. Um, the strong currents around the island and the cold water temperatures made escape all but impossible. Keep that in mind, all right? Um, and since the late 20th century, it has become a major tourist attraction. Um, a few of my friends uh, from high school actually went on the tour, and they really enjoyed it. It just is like, it's creepy. You know, it's just like like you're walking through it, and it just feels old. Like, it really right. wasn't updated at all. It's just kind of neat. Um, and beginning in November of 1969, it was occupied for more than 19 months by a group of Native Americans so I, I did hear about that. I yeah. actually didn't know that. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting. Uh, it's primarily uh, the group was primarily from San Francisco, who were later joined by AIM and other urban Indians from across, from other parts of the country. Um, so just a lot of there's a lot of history behind it, for sure. Like it wasn't just a prison. I mean, that's what I knew it for before any of this. So right. I don't know and what you guys thought. It's crazy too, because they've had some like crazy inmates in there. Like Al Capone was there. Yeah. And uh, one that I think you'll like, DJ, uh, George Machine Gun Kelly yeah. was also in Alcatraz. I did know that, actually. Well, about an hour ago I knew that, whenever Dave reminded me. I, I thought he was on Rikers. That's no. just me. Completely I'm sorry. other side of the country. That's all I got for the background of Alcatraz. I mean, there are some other things like some little nitpick details that I have, but I don't know what you guys know about it. Well, let, let's get started with the, the whole conspiracy. Like, you want to go with that? Happened? Okay. So the conspiracy is that there was a group of gentlemen. So there's obviously been escape attempts um, from Alcatraz, but there's one group in particular that has a lot of mystery surrounding it. Um, there were three gentlemen, um, and those gentlemen uh, apparently survived the escape in 1962. Um, I'm going to swing it over to Dave here. I'm not going to swing it over to Dave here. <laughs> Dave doesn't like prison stuff. So we're going to go to Aiden, the history major. Yeah, history major <laughs> over here. Uh, yeah, so there's there's uh, three, basically four dudes who were involved in this. Uh, Clarence Anglin, John Anglin, Frank Morris, and this one guy, Alan West, but he didn't actually go for the attempt because he got caught. Um, but these guys, they, there was a bunch of escape attempts. There was 14 to be like exact. They were the closest ones to really getting out, aside from this one other dude who actually made it to shore, but was just too tired to keep going, so he got caught. Uh, but these dudes, they made paper mache heads in place of their own, and then they broke out, went on an improvised inflatable raft, and no one knows what happened to them. Interesting, interesting. Brett, do you have something to add? Yeah, I want to know, like, how do they get stuff to make 
paper mache heads and newspaper. how that you can get the newspaper in prison. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you do. They have oh. to read in prison. They don't. What else are they gonna do? They can like crumple it up and make paper mache heads out of it. Actually, well, so. yeah, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure they read it before because they got. Yeah, bored. true. I don't mean, they have to get like the colors right and stuff though. And wouldn't you need glue for all that? Oh I yeah. I feel like there's just a lot behind it. Well, that, that's, why, like, that's why this one's known a lot because this was like the most uh, like in in detail one that like actually happened. Oh yeah. It was a very elaborate setup. It was. They did a very good job um, with their escape and. Uh, they escaped on the raft, and then from there, they bele- or police believe that their bodies were swept away by the Pacific, and that's where it ends because nobody saw them, and there have obviously been like confirmed drownings. So now we go on to the conspiracy. What actually happened to them? They are chilling on the island with Tupac. Really? Yep, they're in Cuba. They're in they're Brazil. Cuba, man. They're, they're almost a well, hundred. They're, they're definitely yeah, dead. They're dead now, but when they did escape, I honestly they think they were Tupac. in Brazil. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to Mr. Ishman over here, who's actually watched the Clint Eastwood movie. Um, Based Ish, on a true story, by the way. Yeah. Ish, what do you think happened to him? I don't know. I mean, the fact that they got their hands on, like, a sort of, like, makeshift inflatable raft and, like, swam to shore or whatever. Aren't those waters, like, at night, aren't they, like, freezing temperatures? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, even though, like, I understand San Francisco, but, mm-hmm. like, it's the ocean. Yeah, it ain't warm, for sure. And but how far out is it from any sort of mainland? A mile and a half. Wow. That's not that bad, to be it's honest. Not, though. That's a lot to swim, though. Yeah. Like, to, swim, to swim, yes. But on a, to raft? I don't on think a, that's well, you, they wouldn't have had paddles, either. They would have just had to kind of let the wind take them. Unless mm-hmm. they made some sort of makeshift paddles, because... They I probably mean, did. With what, though? Wood I mean, if they can make a raft, can they, they can make that? a lot of other stuff. Right. Dude, they were intelligent. Wasn't like one of them, like their IQ was like at like a 130 or something like that? Yeah, I think I saw something about that. Like they were, like I'm looking at some of the heads now. Like you could not tell from a distance. Like with what the materials they had, like yeah, you could not was, tell if you're walking past that bro, they. People, like it was dark. and People like, in jail be smart. Oh, They'd yeah, be the yeah. smartest ones. Yeah, for real. Um, I think that they did survive. Um, they could still be alive now, but the odds of it are slim to none and maybe they changed their identity and whatnot. But, um, I do think they escaped because it just like for all that they went through and the things that they did like a mile and a half. Yeah, it is choppy waters, but it isn't bad. It's not that bad. It really isn't. Um, I also wanted to talk about uh, a little thing. So in a call of duty game, if you don't play it, it's still pretty interesting in my opinion. Um, they did a map, um, and it was based on these four guys that tried to escape from Alcatraz. Um, and they kind of had like the same idea and they look very similar to the three, I guess, technically the four that were planning the escape. And, um, unfortunately for them, they were like stuck in some like eternal loop where they just could never escape, but they think they could, you know? So that was kind of cool. I'm not saying that that happened to them, but it's something to think about. And, um, but like their route was basically the same, except they took a plane instead of a raft, which was kind of cool. I'm going to swing it over to Mr. Aiden over here. What do you think happened? There was this cool little uh, documentary, actually, on the Discovery Channel in 2011 called Vanish from Alcatraz. And I think it's actually very interesting because it's got some claims into it that have some validity and sound like it could happen. Basically, on Angel Island, the next day, uh, 
the documentary claims that there was a raft that was discovered and footprints leading away from the raft. And the big thing for me that I thought was very interesting was it was like confirmed it's a fact. A 1955 blue Chevy was reported stolen that day and a motorist reported that he had been run off the road by three men in a blue Chevy. Interesting. So where is Angel Island? I honestly don't know. Angel Island is just off the coast of California, right by San Francisco. So it is very close to Alcatraz Island. Wow. And I think that's the western island where um, uh, foreigners would come in to try and become not yeah, yeah, citizens of the U.S. That's yeah, like their the, citizenship place, the equivalent to Ellis Island in yeah. New York. Right. Wow. So it, it really sounds like they that they made it. That's crazy. I was going to say, because, I mean, think about it. Time being, like, there was no technology. There was nothing of that. So it's easy to, like, you know, change our identity and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, it's kind of crazy because the FBI closed the case, but the U.S. Marshal, uh, they, they're still looking for them, like, to this day. Really? Their warrant's out until 2030 when every one of those people will be at least 100, which mm-hmm. is when they're going to end. Uh, but, yeah, no, they're still looking into it. They're still getting leads. There was someone on his deathbed who claimed to be, like, the uncle of one of them. And he claimed on his deathbed, like right before he died, that he gave upwards of $40,000 to one of the inmates uh, through like envelopes full of money. Wow. So no idea if that's true or not, but why would someone just randomly say that on their deathbed who has like the same last name as one of the criminals? That's a good point. I mean, think about it. It being before 9-11, you know, airports and all that, they were not checking anything. They didn't care who was on the plane, who wasn't. So... They very Brazil. much could have escaped on that raft, got on a plane, left to Brazil, Cuba, wherever. Met up with Tupac. You know? Yeah, they were just chilling with Tupac. It was said that uh, the families of the tw- uh, the two brothers, uh, they were saving up money for them for like years before this. And they must have, like the, the idea is that they went back, grabbed the money, and then just booked it out of the country. That's crazy. Um, I actually saw another thing here I want to add. Um, since it sounds like we're all under the idea that they did make it. Um, Several weeks after their escape, um, there was a body in blue clothing similar to a prison uniform that was found uh, washed ashore near San Francisco. It couldn't be identified, and the trio had officially been listed as missing and presumed drowned ever since. So that's kind of when the investigation like slowed down, when they saw that body kind of like go shore. And that's why I don't think anyone's found it. I mean, yet. they weren't the only people that tried escaping, though. There were six that got shot, 23 got caught, and then seven were missing slash presumed drowned. Mm-hmm. So it could have very much been anybody. That's true. That is very true. Ish, um, do you have any more to add about the – because I'm seeing a bunch of things here about the Clint Eastwood movie. Until yeah, my well, research. I don't, I don't know how accurate the movie is. But, right, um, but it, it's as close as you're going to get to anything. I think. I mean, true. As far as like a visual or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like reading through here, there's uh, evidence here that like the U.S. Marshal Michael Dyke, he was saying like the evidence of uh, like credible reports that Anglin's mother for several years received flowers that were delivered without a card and that the uh, brothers attended her. 1973 funeral disguised in women's clothes despite a heavy FBI presence. Wow. wow. So. That's nuts. Who, who's sending those flowers? Yeah. And sure. why aren't they sending a card? Brett, what do you think happened? Uh, I think they definitely made it. There were also reports that uh, their mother would receive Christmas cards every year from John and Jerry, the two that escaped from mm-hmm. the prison. 
and that it would say Merry Christmas, Mom, we miss you. And they have no idea where it came from, though. And there's also been a letter that was written to the San Francisco Police Department by the that's allegedly written by one of the members. I think it was John. Mm -hmm. And he said in the letter that uh, Frank Morris, one of the other ones that has allegedly escaped, had passed away and that Clarence had as well as well. And it was saying that this is his letter of um, surrender to them in return that they would take care of the cancer that he had in that time. Wow. And the letter was dismissed because it was inconclusive to say that it was actually him. Wow. But who, why else would you write that letter? Exactly. Like, would someone be that desperate for a prank or if they had cancer, then to pretend to be them so mm -hmm. they could get it treated. Like, right. I feel like that's just not feasible. I feel like they have to be living still somewhere, or at least the one does. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that too. Or what if somebody just wanted media attention? Because you know how people do certain things nowadays. Right? Sounds more right? accurate. While they, like, they'll, they'll stir the pot for a, a case that's gone cold or just to get a reaction out of people, right? But the, what if, but the fact that there's multiple sightings in Brazil of these people, there's multiple letters that have been stated that have been sent to different people by these guys, like, I feel like that's not a coincidence. A coincidence happens once or twice. A coincidence doesn't happen upwards well, of five to eight times. Let's go back to Mandela Effect. We love quoting that, but... Oh, yeah. Um, if there were sightings of them... They probably thought they saw so it could have been like a doppelganger or something like that, right? That's the word. Yeah, there's yeah, look, yeah, there's yeah, lookalikes yeah. out there. Right. That's what I'm saying. It could have been one of them, or you know. But there's they, multiple reports of it. That's not a. Coincidence. Why were they never uh, confronted? Why Why was the Brazilian police never you know? Because I'm pretty sure even like if you're most wanted here in the United States, you're most wanted everywhere in the world else. Well, what world. jurisdiction do we have? Well, in yeah, that, I, was about, I was about to add that uh, our the U.S. Marshals and FBI have been to South America mm -hmm. to go, like, investigate these claims. I was about to say, like, I do think that they made it, but I don't really know how long they were out for because I feel like with all these claims and all that, the FBI or someone would have found them by now, you know? Right. That's, kind of, that's where Especially I'm Especially with like, the technology or, we have nowadays. Or, yeah. or right. it's a big cover-up. Right. And this could all be a big scandal because of that guy that got bribed right by his family member they could just have let them escape and been like oh we found them but who cares now alcatraz is shut down right it's just like that's what makes it such a mystery is because like just the fact that they really haven't been found or have been caught um now what now what if they did not make it what do you think could have possibly happened to them other than the fact that they were just swept away and kind of just like disappeared um what do you guys think hypothermia from the water probably yeah because those nights are going to be brutally cold and that's a very tiring swim so you're going to 
end up getting cold. And when you go into hypothermia, you basically just go into a coma at first. So they probably just went into a coma and then drowned. Plus, there's no way they could warm themselves up other than just keeping on paddling. Yeah, Yeah. stay moving. Yeah. You know what I think, Evan? If that weren't the case that they made it, Mm -hmm. they cast it away to a different island, metal volleyball, named Wilson. (laughs) Stop. Oh, I feel friend. like I've heard of this. Oh, before. right. Yeah, um, at least one of them. Person. At least one of them did that. Are you I thinking think. of Tom Hanks? Maybe. No, I'm thinking about Tom the three Hanks Alcatraz guys. <laughs> Tom Tom Hanks is actually was actually the one who escaped Alcatraz. That's what actually happened, guys. Oh. oh, I thought it was Clint Eastwood or something. Oh, <laughs> no, who is that guy? Uh, maybe I'll I'll put glasses on. You might have watch to watch the movie again. Yeah, you might have to touch up on your uh, your research there. Darn, buddy. I feel um, like Black Ops 2 might have more accurate information yeah. than Clint Eastwood's movie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. No. Uh, yeah, because Call of Duty is... Blood of the Dead is better than Clint Eastwood's movie. I actually do want to touch on that a little bit more. Like, what if they did get stuck in, like, some never-ending loop of just awfulness and terribleness and that they can't get out of? That wouldn't be that surprising. Alcatraz is supposed to be, like, the most complex prison, and it was stated that the way they ex- escaped was an unused utility corridor like interesting they could have realistically gotten lost in there but that's all they said about it like, yeah they didn't go into any more detail they just said to get out of the prison they used that corridor where does the corridor lead to like, right i feel like there's got to be more information behind that yeah i feel like alcatraz is, has like one of those reputations of being like scary haunted like ghost activity yeah, for some reason like so one of those bro, one of those places you just can't get out of you right know what i mean that's why it, yeah that's why that it, nobody's terrible right nobody's actually made it out of it mm. you know what i mean or at yeah. least confirmed to make it out of right so like what if they did like maybe they tried to escape and just disappeared and now they're dead but they're just like in this like loop yeah, what, what if they're really stuck in, like, their own personal purgatory? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's a crazy thought. I don't even know. Does anyone know what these guys, like, went away for? Because, I mean, uh, they were at Alcatraz, so they got to be some pretty bad dudes. Yeah. I actually, Ish, do you want to? I would love the idea if they're stuck in their own purgatory. I'm from what sure. I know, from what I know, at least, every single inmate that was in Alcatraz was basically because they were causing trouble at a different jail. So I know one of them was from, like, was causing trouble in Louisiana state jail, prison, whatever it is. I don't know. But... That's why he ended up in Alcatraz. Interesting. Interesting. So, Frank, well, Frank Morris was there for, like, bank robbery and burglary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess maybe they're, like, along the same lines of that. Just a bunch of con men, I guess. Yeah, a bunch of guys who just were just heckling and just being goofballs at other prisons. They're like, you guys need to stop. We're going to put you through an, uh, a nonstop reign of awfulness and Alcatraz and you think you can get out but you really can't did you guys know that the prison cells there were five by nine feet so literally one man lays across the the cell keep in mind that there's a a toilet and a sink they lay across they have to be scrunched up to fit okay black ops 2 is officially historically accurate just saying (laughs) (laughs) why did they say they were five nine in there no remember the uh the trailer and actually like the gameplay like looking at the cells and all that real tight yeah, they were. I mean, if you like, if you look at, if you actually see like a tour of it, like if you've seen pictures of it, it is exactly the same. Like they modeled that perfectly. And it is like creepy, creepy. Like the game and Alcatraz itself, they look the same. And it's not even, they don't even touch it at, at all in the game. It just normally looks that creepy and that awful and that gross. And it is just like, 
And I can see why they want to get off of it. Right. Like, I, I love the idea of Alcatraz. Like, it's so interesting. Honestly, if I'm them, I escape and then just walk into another prison and say, I just, I didn't like it there. Like, I, I'll stay here for like 20 more years. It was just ugly. <laughs> the, they were, I didn't make any friends. They were all mean. I didn't make any <laughs> friends. <laughs> Mom said it would be fun, but it wasn't. So. M- MGK tried to punch me. Yeah. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly was being mean. I didn't like it at all. Um, are there any other theories you guys could possibly think of what could happen to them? Because like, I feel like there's so much different things that we've talked about that could have possibly happened to them other than just... Um, I mean, if we're like leaving the realistic aspect of it... like Anything. We don't know where they are. We yeah, seriously uh, don't I mean, know. There are rumors that we do, but we don't know that. I mean, what if they... I don't know, immune to cold. What if they're in Atlantis? I was thinking about that. Right? What if they, what if some Uncle underwater Pony's creature just, just like, oh nope. man. Yeah, and they just pull them down. We don't know that. Time, time to start alluding to new episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you guys think other than the, the realism possibilities? What if they're aliens in an Area 51? I mean, yo, imagine they were in Area 51. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. That would be the U.S. cover up for everything. They're uh, by dismissing everything. They get bribed. They know that they're aliens and they're trying to protect them. Hey, hey bro, what if they were dinosaurs, though? Like, just think about it. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> the alien one, actually, though, could make a lot of sense because for how smart they were and, like, for the time being, like, they could have, like, maybe be the few that knew how to get out of there. You know what I mean? And maybe that was just part of their plan. This is kind of like a. Uh, escape plan sort of thing with like Sylvester Stallone like they hire him to break out of their prisons no that's not what I was alluding to oh oh. (laughs) I mean like just like the four of them and then they were just they're just geniuses you know and and they were just like maybe they were just aliens at the time and they were like we need to go scope area 51 honestly I don't even know if they're like that smart because I read this thing where uh one of like their family members was loaning in money when every time they would come to visit to the guards to like bribe them and it's just it's just like a theory obviously that like a i don't know how valid it would be but i read it somewhere uh on one of these articles and the documentary touches on it too but the podcast i know the uh the guards might have been bribed is the thing so you're thinking that um the guards knew this was going to happen and they when the day they were escaping they were just like oh yeah yeah, those heads look real because think about what soa said earlier right like their, their whole path isn't necessarily like detailed, right? They just went through some unused corridor. Mm-hmm. Maybe the guards weren't, weren't using that corridor at the time because they knew they'd be going through there. Right. Or maybe like one of the guards that were bribed uh, maybe started a fight with an inmate or made an inmate start a fight with them. And then all the other right. uh, guards would come to that area, you know, and then they just walk right out, you know. I was going to say, weren't there more inmates than guards at that prison? I believe so. so. Yeah. Let me – I'll pull up the actual yeah, number. I believe because. the ratio was – way off yeah it was something not fun um another theory that could have happened was uh maybe they were you know swimming they were you know on their way over right and then they get boom they get beamed up like beam me up scotty <laughs> it's uh, a yeah, possibility because the starship enterprise just beamed them up yeah i mean why not at this point they were pretty they were pretty smart to get out of there so maybe they'd be a viable uh, asset so too. maybe they were smart enough to Get and communicate with the Starship Enterprise, and Scotty was able. <laughs> there to There were a lot up. of alien abductions back then, though. Think about it. Yeah, wait, wait. Let me get my air quotes. San Fran's not too far from Area Fifty One. I'm just saying. Let me get my air quotes. Alien abductions, you know. So we can Pause. we can say that that there were alien abductions at the time. Dave, do you have a do you have a not realistic uh, possible theory for where they could have gone? Megalodon eat them. 
Megalodon. Yep. Or maybe yeah, because there's a Megalodon in the San Francisco Bay. How do you know that? Yeah, how do you know that? Have you have you been to the San Francisco Bay? If we're uh, talking about aliens place. escaping from a prison, is a Megalodon really that far-fetched? I mean... Well, when you bring up aliens that got imprisoned for burglary, then I guess not. Yeah, that is true. Um, a lot of weird stuff happens in California. Yeah. Um, yep. So to add a, add a quick fact while we were talking about, um, the average number of inmates during the 29 years of service was about 260. Um, so in total, there were approximately... 1,576 total prisoners. Uh, I'm still looking for the guard numbers. I didn't find it, but uh, that's still... One to three, I found it. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, so there were more inmates. I mean, theoretically, they could have just all tried to... Gang up on them. Yeah, I mean, they could probably win that. I don't know. Didn't those guards have, like, guns? Probably. Well, didn't they have those little... They had muskets for that time. Uh, it's not uh, that oh, old. Oh, right. <laughs> it is not that this old. This isn't Civil War. I mean, War, technically, man. it was open during the Civil War, so he's not wrong. A <laughs> David won, the rest zero. Even if they <laughs> did have guns and they were smart enough to escape the largest and most confusing prison in the entire world at the time, I think they're smart enough to take out a couple guards with guns. That is true. Um, and unfortunately, that wraps up our time. I want to thank... Darn. Yeah, shucks. Um, I want to thank Aiden and Brett again for being on. No problem. Thanks Appreciate for having it. it. We thank don't know what happened with Max. Yeah, um, you guys didn't bully Ish at all, so that's kind of the... That's kind of the Next time, if you guys want me back on, I will bully him. Or just say, like, just say, like, you sucked Ish, you know? You, I don't think that's a good idea. You, did, you didn't do an A-plus job. You did an A-minus job, Ish. Yeah. Oh. Ish, you said like 20 words this entire time, bro. <laughs> All right. Let's just call me out. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for being on. Um, no again, Ish's were harmed in that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that. Um, we also, if you guys don't already know, I, uh, I've said it for the last few episodes, we do have a Twitter um, it is at fourscore with a capital P. So go ahead and follow us if you haven't. We also have an Instagram. It is at fourscore podcast. Um, and if you guys want to give us any suggestions, we do have uh, a Gmail as well. So it's at fourscore podcast or fourscore podcast at Gmail. Um, you can email us, whatever, or DM us. Give us your suggestions. Uh, we love to hear them. Um, and hopefully they'll be on the show. So again, we'll say thank you one more time to you two. Hopefully we'll get you guys on again because we do have some plans for the future of the podcast. And yeah, peace out.